2: no purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This
0: is the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN.
3: So
4: Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Veasan Studios here at the South Point. You can see behind me the book starting to fill up here. Michael, there at the Borgata. Michael Lombardi, as you mentioned, starting to fill up over there at the Borgata as well.
3: Yeah, a couple things we got to talk about. First of all, the Detroit-Denver game, which there's been some speculation that it might get moved to Monday, will not. It's on status quo. Everybody on the Detroit airplane that flew into Denver tested negative. So whatever, whoever they brought with them to, De- to Denver – they're able to play the game. I don't think it looks good for them, but they're able to play the game. So I, I think that's something that that is worth monitoring. The game is on, and then you know, I, I, then there was one other thing news note I just saw that I need we needed to.
4: That uh, game up to eleven and a half with Denver laying it.
3: Yeah, you know, and the other one that we're going to talk. You wanted to start off with the Chief game. Ladarius Sneed. Uh, uh, the, the corner for the Kansas City Chiefs, a really good player for them, is out with a personal injury today. So that's one less player. But Perryman, the linebacker for the for the Raiders, the guy who sets their defense, who played for Gus Bradley at the Chargers, and then was signed a contract with the Panthers, and they traded him to the to the Raiders. Uh, he's out today with an injury.
4: Great information. Let's get into this one. This one, Kansas City open nine and a half. It's still nine and a half everywhere. One ten. So it's not budging. Uh, I don't think. Well, well, we actually now on our board, we've got it listed at ten. Everywhere else has got it. Nine and a half. I got a couple of offshores at ten. Let's jump into this. Here comes Vegas. They beat Kansas City in Kansas City last year. Michael, what do you got?
3: Well, I mean, this is a hard game. No Waller for the Raiders, yep. right? They don't have Waller, so that's a big problem. And their offense has struggled to score points. I mean, last week against the Washington team, they put 15 on the board. They have struggled to score points, and I think that's going to be the problem in this game because you know, with Henry Ruggs' situation, they lost their vertical outside guy. Deshaun Jackson hasn't really been the answer for what they need, but their injury report to me is what lends the most concern in this game and why I lean towards laying the points. You know, when you See this game. I mean, they have got a lot of guys that are hurt, and as particularly the skill position, Perryman's a significant injury to me because he gets their defense lined up. When they played the last time, my man Gus Bradley wasn't going to change. He wasn't going to play cover two. He was going to play his system, his scheme. He was going to feel like he can match up with them. He's done it before in the past, and he's played well. And that was the first time we saw the Chiefs' offense look somewhat explosive. But I think now that he's hurt, they're beat up up front. I think it's going to be a a challenge, I expect to see the Chiefs offense play better today and can the Raiders offense move the football, I mean their offensive line all season has been disappointing and if Carr gets hit early in this game, which he will because of the play of Chris Jones, the play of Frank Clark and the play of Jarrett Reed up front, I think it's a problem.
4: And it's officially 9.5 on our board here, of course the Chiefs riding a 5 game win streak, the Raiders have lost 4 of 5 but the Chiefs again. You know they're just what three and ten ats their last 13 yeah. at home so again yeah it's, it's i not mean look at covers
3: it, it, yeah no they don't cover but you know look they're playing against now you know when dallas played they you know washington dallas played the raiders they, You know this 36 33 game went into overtime but we know that game uh, we know that game it was really beneficiary of a lot of the pass interference calls down the field. I mean, before that, against the Chiefs, they scored 14, and the Cincinnati Bengals, they scored 13. So is, since the bye week, they've scored 16, 14, 13, and 15. The, the, the outlier is the 36 beneficiary of the penalty. So I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. The question you have as a better is, do you think the Chiefs can get to 27 points? Do you think the Chiefs can score like they did the last time? And I think they can. Last
4: six games, the Chiefs have scored 22 or fewer in all but right. one of them, yet their defense is starting to come on. Spagnolo's defense is starting to come on here.
3: No doubt. The defense is, is, is playing much better. They're, they're, they're organized. They're fundamentally sound. They're not giving up the big plays. They're, not, they're taking chances, but they're not taking ridiculous chances. They're keeping the ball in front of them, and they're living for another day. Now, last week, Denver moved the ball up and down the field on them. Denver did a great job. This Denver just couldn't cash in in the red zone. And, and like I've said earlier in the week, Vic Fangio was playing the game like it was going to be in the 30s and not in the teens. If he takes those field goals, it could have been a different game. And I think part of that is just the observation. But this game, to me, is really about will Gus Bradley adjust and can they match up? And they're going to go after Abraham. I mean, he is really, truly a liability in this, in this Raiders secondary. And people go after him all the time and they continue to play him, which is shocking to me. I know he's a first-round pick, but he can't cover anybody. And he can't really play in space and he's one of the worst tacklers in football.
4: Nine and a half is a lot to lay in division. Mahomes has a big favorite, as a favorite of seven or more, just hitting at a 38% clip, eight and ATS for Mahomes. There's a lot of points to lay. Uh, 48 is the total there, Michael.
3: You know, it's funny, though. I mean, you know, the Chiefs are on a five-game win streak, and it seems like nobody talks about it. I mean, they're on a five-game win streak, and we don't even talk about it, you know? And it's kind of ironic. I mean, they've really improved since the second half of the Washington game where they were down 13-10. to They have improved. They just haven't been able to find their niche offensively, right? But they're still the best third-down team in football. Right, where they have struggled is in the red zone. They're 17th in the red zone in terms of scoring. That's typically not what they do. They have the 11th best third-down offense in football, and the Raiders' third-down offense against their defense will not be very good today.
4: It, it, it's fast. The so first six games, they were giving up 30 points a game, 29-3. And then over the last six games, they're giving up under 14. I mean, this is a miraculous change for this defense in Kansas City. No
3: doubt. No, And they have some good defense, and it starts with their secondary. Sneed being out today hurts them, right? But but they have really good players in their secondary. They're making plays on the football, and they're they're not making they're not beating themselves. They're not making mental mistakes. They're not doing dumb things that affect them.
4: Yeah, no, well put. And uh, just. Talk- Pollard is officially out. Josh just texted, so we knew he was doubtful. But Pollard officially out for Dallas as that number jumps up. Let's go for our viewers there at Stadium. This one's interesting because Chicago Green Bay tonight, Michael. So this opened 12-and-a-half. As Femi and I were just discussing during the break, some sharp money is being reported on Chicago right now. The number is down to 11 at a couple of books, mostly 11-and-a-half. This is going to be an interesting night. It's going to be cold, obviously, but 11-and-a-half right now is the number with the Packers Lane. It.
3: you know it's a lot a lot of points right so I mean the, this week has been really an interesting week in terms of trying to figure out what teams can this is significant points I mean the instinct there to take the points but Houston do you take the points Jacksonville do you take the point there's some bad teams you know and, and handicapping bad teams even with the points is hard but this is one where I think you almost have to take 11's a lot because I do think they will backdoor cover now here's another point that's important Andy Dalton will be an active Today. Nick Foles will be the backup quarterback. Dalton's got something wrong with his finger or arm. I don't know. So if if Justin Fields injures his ribs again, it's going to Nick Foles, which changes the offense completely. But I do think the Bears have the ability not to win this game, but backdoor cover this game. That's what would worry me the most is the backdoor cover. The Bears can move the football a little bit and the Packers letting their guard down.
4: One in six ATS, the last seven for the Bears. Probability of Nagy returning next year for our friends there at stadium. What, what do you think?
3: I I don't think that's I don't think that's the probability. There's a lot of reports around that they're going to change the front office. They're going to change the coach. Look, this isn't working, and I think they gave Nagy this season to see if he could make progress. I don't think the Bears' management were looking at saying, "Okay, we want ten wins." You know, they were a playoff team last year at eight and eight, but I think they wanted to see progress, and I think it's pretty clear there's been no progress this year.
4: Yeah, I think that's well put. Four... And
3: I think everybody who's on the Chicago staff and talking to people around the league, they all think they're getting fired.
4: Really? Yeah. Happy holidays.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, again, I'm going to say this, too, is when we, get to, when we get after the first of the year, you know, and we're in that January 2nd game, that's when teams can start interviewing coaches who are under contract. So I think there will be openings starting in the last two weeks of the season.
4: Yeah, no, that's a great uh, – well put. Now – Did you see the report? Do you put any credence into... So Davis Mills is going to be under center for Houston today? Apparently they're evaluating him moving forward as potentially the starter for them. Do you you put credence into Davis Mills with the Texans?
3: I think it's going to be really hard to evaluate. I mean, that offensive line in Houston is as bad as I've seen. I mean, that offensive line doesn't protect it. I thought it was bad last year. It's gotten worse this year. Tunzel's still out. He hasn't played in forever. And Howard's the left tackle, and I don't think he's the first-round pick. He's ready to play left tackle. Uh, they're bad. I mean, and I don't know really what the plan is in Houston. I have no idea. I thought at the beginning of the season they signed a lot of veteran guys. They got their team better. And as I've said all offseason, they were better than – that most people were giving him credit for. But since then, they've liquidated everybody. And I think Nick Cesario made a huge mistake this week by not defending his coach. Mm-hmm. You know, now they really look like they're in a lame duck. I mean, they think they're in a lame duck status. There's a lot of people in the league think they're gonna this job will open up at the end of the year. I don't know how you can blame Cully for the job. You hired Cully. Like, this is a bad football team. I think Davis, I think, and then you went with the Lovey Smith defense, and those guys play hard on defense. They play hard, they're just not good enough. I think this is going to be a really hard game for Davis Mills because they don't protect, and I think it's going to be hard to handle. Seattle's defensive numbers are a little misleading. They give up a lot of yards, but they're very good on third down. They're very good in the red zone. They're hard to score on, and I think this is a must win for Pete Carroll to get some continuity back in his organization, back in his team. Uh, I think it's going to be a hard game for Mills. Look, they went down there and played the Jets. The Jets went down there and played, and the Jets turned the ball over and still won by seven.
4: Betters agree. Ninety-one percent of the money on Seattle right now. I, I see a couple nine and a halves popping
3: up. So this number, Seattle. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas told me he is getting a ton of respected money from people that that he, you know, that, that affect him I, I, are really like. See, he's going to need Houston badly today, is what he told me.
4: And I think to your point. By not backing Coley, that does spread throughout the locker room, and the players pick up no, they, on that.
3: They know he's lame duck. I think he is lame duck. I think there's no doubt. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have to go in front. of. Look, if you're going to fire, don't go in front of the media. Don't, don't, let, don't be in a situation where they ask you that question. You're the general manager. The the team's focus should be on the coach, right? Let the coach do the talking. Let him handle everything. And at the end of the year, when the review has to come in, and you're in charge of the football operation, now you can talk. I mean, what were
4: the expectations for Culley? We knew this Uh, team was terrible.
3: But uh, look, I don't know what the plan is in Houston. I I and I like Nick a lot, and I like you know, and I know Jack Easterby, and I know everybody down there. I have no idea what the plan is. I have no idea. From an outsider with football knowledge, I can't tell you what they're doing. no
4: idea i totally totally agree we got the market numbers what's the lombardi line come back juxtapose those plus get to our poll question results next here at lombardi line
3: You're listening to the Lombardi Line on Vsin featuring former NFL
0: executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
4: Hey, ExpressBet, bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000, receive $10 instantly, and then $1,000 in bonus money. Potentially, promo code VEGAS1000. Again, vsincom slash horses for details. So, Stephen Bond had our poll last night. Uh, Michael, let's go ahead, and I'm sure you've heard of him, Mac Jones. So the poll question was, and you can find the polls at VEASAN Live, who would you bet on to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? I, I think you and I know uh, Mac at minus 400 should and will win the award. Let's see what the VEASAN viewers believe. Uh, we'll go ahead and throw up the results. Jamar Chase is 3-1, to one, Najee Harris is 100-1, to one, Devontae Smith 100-1. to one. And go ahead, Stephen, throw it up. Stephen needs some coffee. He was just complaining during the break, so he's slow on this. <laughs> there you see. It. There's Mac, and who would have expected Mac to play well? Uh, Michael, nobody. Nobody. I have
3: no idea. So they agree with no you. The Seventy-two point yeah. eight. On uh, the on the uh,
4: announcement, there.
3: hard to over. You know, obviously the most important position on the field, and and winning matters, right? Winning matters. You know, as it, it's important. I think Najee Harris is. You know, he's good player, and I think all those rookies up there are really good players. But winning matters at the most important position, and being able to play as well as he has as a rookie has been really uh, eye eye opening in terms of his ability to translate his college game into his pro game seamlessly and his ability to really handle everything that they put in front of him in New England has been really remarkable.
4: Let's go ahead and throw Stephen Bond on because his mom's watching, so I want to make sure he gets some FaceTime here, and he did his yeah, hair today. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. can you admit I got to Michael? Gel in that hair yeah, too. he's got a lot of gel. It's it, there's pomade, there's a situation. Yeah. Can you admit to Michael on camera that you did that poll question just to troll him with the Mac Jones situation? No, no, yeah. that okay. was
2: not the intent whatsoever, Michael. I, I promise you that. I want to look dead in the camera. Not the intent whatsoever. He
3: did it for all the seismologists <laughs> in the country. Yeah, that's the for any good, after yeah. Mac
4: Jones sliced my bills with three passes, I was so aggravated. Yeah. That was the that's yeah. the prevailing well, theory. He, he's he's a troll. <laughs> he is. There you go, mom. Yeah, I know. We got I know. Just, they
3: just started trying to get me going. That's yeah. all. That's, it's okay. I, I get it. What do they hey, say? You get know, your goat. Would, that nobody mentioned. You know, I'm disappointed in this. Nobody mentioned that Albany won yesterday by a point in the Des Moines special. You know, he's four and winners. one. Nobody, I uh, know. Pat. I mean, my man Gables on fire.
4: T- Thomas Gables going to join us next, and he's he's on a heater with his Des Moines specials, four and one with another winner yesterday.
3: All, All right, bet as much as you're willing
4: to win. That's right. Let's get to your numbers. Let's go ahead and throw yeah. them up here. The Lombardi tough line. week this
3: week on numbers. Tough week on numbers this week because the lines are so so. Uh, Difficult in terms of of how high they are based on everything, but we'll go and give it a best shot here. Okay, Baltimore, Cleveland, the numbers three. What's the Lombardi line? You know that one there is. I had it at one point five five, so that means I've got to take Baltimore here uh, in the line. I do like Baltimore here today. I I know Will Hill likes Cleveland and the bees, but I don't trust Cleveland's offense. I think Baker. He can have days off. He needs surgery. That's not going to get better by having time off. I think that's an injury. Chubb, they've got to stop the run game. And I will say, you know, they are beat up. But Baltimore is a tough-minded team. They find a way to win games. And anytime you're in a field goal game with the greatest kicker on your side, you should probably take the kicker.
4: Well put. We were, I was talking to Femi. I love the Ravens so much,
3: I'm starting to hate the bet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, yeah. Getting three I with I, Baltimore
4: does not make sense to me. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, by that I
3: know. One. I know. And, and, and for me, it doesn't either. But, you know, it's just one of those games. And, and Cleveland is yet to prove that they can score a lot of points. This one to me here is, the, you know, I've got – there's no way my line is seven four five. It ticked up. It opened up at 7 and a half at my line. It went to Jacksonville. There's no way I would take Jacksonville in this game. I like Tennessee a lot. In fact, I gave Tennessee out as my play today. I like them at 8 and a half. I think they're a really good a really good bet. I think they'll play well today. I think Tannehill will throw the ball effectively today, and I think that their offense will be much better, and their defense will put some pressure on, especially playing at home.
4: We're looking for the wiggle. We're looking for a disparity with the consensus in Michael's number. If that's the case, we gotta bet the Raiders, right? The number's nine and a half, what's your number?
3: No doubt. My number is four point eight one, you know, so it's the Raider play, but the problem is the Raiders aren't healthy. I think this is where, you know, analytics having power rankings work, but then you gotta analyze the game and you gotta break the game down. And I and I think that ultimately this is either should be a no play or lean towards the Chiefs because of the Raiders injury.
4: Okay. Let's go Saints Jets. Kamara back, of course. We mentioned that. Five and a half is the number. I see a couple of fives popping up. What's the Lombardi line on Saints Jets? Uh, uh,
3: I, I had this line right at 434. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then I think, to me, I I don't like the Jets here. No Elijah Moore, no Corey Davis. Zach Wilson doesn't have a lot of options in the back end. Uh, I think they're depleted offensively. I lean New Orleans here. In fact, I gave New Orleans out as one of my picks this morning. I really like New Orleans in this game. Uh, I think Taysom Hill will play well. I like Sean Payton in this situation against Robert Salai. I love Dennis Allen against Zach Zach Wilson. I think it's a hard game for the Jets. I think this same team is a little better than we think they are I know everybody hates the quarterback they don't think Taysom Hill but Taysom Hill does some good things and, and when you go back and watch against the Bucs some of the plays he made now with Kamara back I think it helps tremendously
4: okay Dallas is all the way up to six and a half Washington dealing with COVID the flu what's the Lombardi line
3: I had it five four three to start off with. You know, when it was four and a half it was the it was the play to Dallas and I liked it. And I think that's you know that's that's the way I lean. Now that the line's going the other way, I'm not changing back to Washington. I'm gonna stay with Dallas all the way on this.
4: Okay Carolina's laying two and a half hosting Atlanta. What's the Lombardi
3: line? I had it at three point nine eight. So you know this is a, a straight play for Carolina. I think Atlanta. You know Atlanta's offensive line has yet to, excuse me, has yet to prove that they can pass protect effectively. So to me, I like Carolina's defense to win this game in a low scoring game. I think the unders in play here too, Patrick. Okay,
4: the aforementioned Seahawks Texans game, Michael. This one up to. Let me make sure I get the official nine and a half. Where's the Lombardi line?
3: I added a 5 one two. There's no way you're getting me to play Houston. I'm Seattle all the way. Uh, I think Houston's on the downward trend. I think not endorsing the coach. I think there's a lot going on in that locker room in Houston. Zach Cunningham getting thrown off the team. Now he's on Tennessee's team. I think there's a sense that everybody in that building doesn't think they're trying to win. And I think they're putting Davis Mills in a really tough spot. I really do. Behind a bad offensive line. I'd be surprised. I mean, I've been proven wrong before. Maybe Houston rises, but Houston hasn't played well at home. The Jets went in there and turned the ball over and still won by seven
4: so this one's interesting michael this denver's up to 11 and a half. your number uh, we'll get to your number but there's this they can't factor in covid and the flu i mean this is a big this discussion. is why
3: this is such a hard week with my numbers Five four seven was my line on this game and you know and 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 you've got the lions and the you know they've got so many guys out and denver seems to be healthier it, it's either a no play or denver i mean you got to go against your numbers and this is why it's hard every week you just can't sit there and say mathematically here's the number you've got to analyze the game too
4: okay let's go giants chargers a game we haven't really touched on yet the number
3: another hard one yeah another nine. hard one the, the giants are getting some of their offensive players back sterling Shepard will be back today i think galladay will be back today so that certainly will help but they got mike glennon a quarterback a 22 percent winning percentage quarterback you know and saquon barkley should be able to run the ball i think this is a lot of points to lay I think it 's a lot of points to lay I leaned, I, my, my line says four five six would be the number here, right? I would take that number, and I believe that that you can, uh, that the Giants can at least try to cover that 's a significant number in this game. I thought this number was based on Jake Fromm playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not that mike lennon 's much better, trust me yeah. now. <laughs> but I do think it 's a lot of points.
4: and Glennon cleared concussion protocol, so he is going to start today san francisco 's lane two at Cincinnati what
3: 's the Lombardi line? Well, I had San Francisco as the favorite in this game, and it flipped back to to where it was. So I'm on San Francisco here in this game. You know, I I felt like San Francisco, I had a 2.34, and it's exactly what that number is. Uh, You know, I've gone against Cincinnati quite a bit, and it's bit me this year. I don't know if I've had the right number, but this offensive line for Cincinnati, I don't like at all, and I think it's going to affect Burrow plus that finger.
4: Okay, the big hook there down in Tampa Bay, it's three and a half with Tampa Bay Lane at Buffalo's in town. Where's the Lombardi number? 2.81,
3: so I've got to take the Bills here. I don't like that either because of the weather, change of everything, the venue. You know, you got your man Scott Novak doing this game, which is always problems for me. You know, I know people are driving to the stadium today, excited to see Scott Novak officiate the game. But to me, it would be a Buffalo play. But I'm concerned about the after effects of what happened on Monday night. If I get another dog, I'm naming it Scott Novak. Scott, Novak everybody, I, all, of, all of the Tampa area, they're driving. Can you believe we're lucky enough to get Scott Novak today? Oh, my God, thank God we're going to watch Scott Novak officiate this game. I can't wait. <laughs> Scott Novak. I mean, that's what they're all saying. Yeah. That's what they're all saying. They can't wait to watch him.
4: Yeah, he loves him. He loves him some Scott Novak. Uh, next one, him. Chicago Green Bay, eleven and a half. Green Bay's lane. What's the Lombardi line?
3: 105 6 got to take Chicago. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it. <laughs> I have to do it. Don't want to do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Can we get
4: to, okay, <laughs> hey, Stephen, can you do something productive and get Scott Novak on the show next week? Maybe we, yeah. do that.
3: Maybe we could do that. He's too busy throwing his flag. He's too busy throwing flags, you know? Looking so in the mirror.
4: Yeah, he's just, he's primping in the mirror. Okay. Uh, tremendous. So, again, Lombardi lines. I love juxtaposing those and getting the wiggle. Um, we'll get the official plays. we got a three-pack coming up in just a bit. The aforementioned Thomas Gable, who's on a heater, is going to yeah. join us next. The race and sports book director there at the Borgat is going to be the Des Mo- right and next. And the room.
3: author of the Des Moines specials. So <laughs> don't, don't sell
4: them short. That's, that's right. 100%. We're coming back here with Thomas Gable. Regionally, what's happening in Jersey with these numbers? We'll find out as we continue along. You can find Michael on Twitter, M-Lombardi NFL. Again, those poll questions and more up at VEASAN Live. Come on back.
0: Listening to the Lombardi line on BeastN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick
4: Maher. Okay, it's dropping tomorrow, that being the Vison College Football Bowl Betting Guide. It's awesome. It's 1999. Analysis on every game, 41 bowl games. We've got you covered with insights, trends, data, predictions. It's coming out tomorrow. You can go get it right now and we'll send it to you. VCN.com slash subscribe. Okay, Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, of course, I'm Patrick Maher. He is Thomas Gable. He runs the race and sportsbook there. At the Borgata, which is the best shop on the East Coast. Thomas Gable in his Des Moines specials. Mr. College Basketball, 4-1. and one. You're Love on that. a heater. Good
3: job, Thomas Gable. Way to go, T.J. Yeah. Nice yeah, win I'll for be... your Sarah, for Georgetown yesterday. And nice
6: huh? win for Georgetown. I, Shocker, not, right? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but uh, wow, you
4: were sandbagging name... though. Uh, you, to be honest with you, you were doing that thing where you're like, "Yeah, I don't know," but you actually felt good about it. That's called sandbagging, Thomas Gable.
6: No, Patrick. Listen, it doesn't make you feel good just because your your quality win before that was UMBC. You know that's, <laughs> uh, that that doesn't give you a ton of confidence going into the Syracuse game. But hey, it was. It, now they they played very well in the second half of that game. I can't say the same for first half, but second half, and uh, they got the job done there in D.C., so all good, and uh, and, and your friend uh, got the He, he, he was very proud
3: win. of his team. I, I sent me a text back. He was proud. He's encouraged for his team, so there we go. Before you start, Patrick, yeah. I want to just hit something I saw on Twitter that uh, one of the beat writers for the Houston Texans tweeted out that the stadium is filled with a bunch of Seattle fans, and I've asked Thomas before. You've got liability on Seattle here today, right?
6: Yeah, quite a bit. Quite a bit of liability here on Seattle. It sounds
3: like it's going to be a home game for Seattle down there in Houston. I don't understand how that is, but it does.
4: Yeah, and you mentioned a home game there in Houston for Seattle. How about a home game in Washington for the Cowboys who, oh, by the way, the benches are there because, what did you say, Femi, because they're heated? Yeah, they wanted heated benches, so the Cowboys brought their own benches.
3: Uh, Well, the last time they played, apparently the the last team that went in there, Seattle told Dallas that the benches were were not were were going in and out on the heat so they got a gotcha. company to ship them from there and that's how it all transpired
4: all right there it is a heated I'm benches. Here for you patrick i appreciate that i love a heated seat <laughs> now uh <laughs> thomas six and a half on the cowboys of course washington dealing with some illness here
6: yeah so this uh this game is actually the most heavily bet game on the board here with the uh with the eagles being on their bye week and a lot of uh a lot of complaining going on in the bye week, Michael, there. It's yeah. a lot of complaining, a lot of uh, airing of grievances. It's like Festivus. Yes, in Philadelphia. Festivus, exactly. Festivus. So, <laughs> so without uh, you know, without the Eagles playing, now it's like the whining is about this game. Who should we root for? Should we root for the Cowboys oh, they're here? So, they're or so we perplexed with this. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's so tough, hard. It's a tough situation. But here we have uh, Washington getting bet here. Um, they have 65% of the tickets and 75% of the money is on Washington. Uh, this game opened the uh, the Cowboys laying five got down to four, and remember this was at four up until this morning, and it, you really saw a lot of respected money come into the market here on Dallas this morning and, yeah. and push this number up yeah. to to where it's at at six and a half, um, but. You know Washington won of the hottest teams in the league right now uh currently on that four game win streak and uh it started with an impressive win over Tampa but uh for Dallas, you know they might be back to full strength here defensively offensively of course they're missing Pollard and uh Zeke Elliott, i mean this you know we know something's wrong with Zeke here as well yeah. back in november his four month uh or for that month four games forty one yards thirty two yards twenty five yards forty five yards so uh... That balance that you typically would get with that Dallas offense just is not there right yeah, now.
3: Yeah, and that's going to affect them a little bit. But I think it's a hard matchup for Washington. I think that I think with with the analytical people and the, and the and the sharp bettors are seeing is the secondary for Washington will have a hard time defending. And I think they'll put C.D. Lamb in the backfield. They've done this quite a bit this year yep. to get him to come out of the backfield to run some option routes to replace Pollard to give them that little bit of juice that they're going to lack by not having Pollard in the game. You know, if Dak plays well, I, I think they'll. I think Washington's is going to be in trouble i really do and i could see why people are playing it at four and a half it was good in the contest it's four and a half patrick
4: yeah six and a half is wild thomas who yeah, I know. Who, who are the betters there at the borgata betting in the 49ers bangles matchup
6: so uh, this is another game that we're going to have a big uh, decision on here and we, we saw this number flip. We opened uh, the Bengals uh, point and a half favorites and now it has uh, flipped to the Niners being favored here uh, by a point and a half but all the money is on San Francisco here. 52 percent of the tickets uh, well in the high 80 percentile of the, of the money is on San Fran and you know when you look back with with San Francisco they, they uh, had that loss to Seattle last Sunday. A lot of costly mistakes there they also suffered another blow to their secondary, which is already right. you know, was already in trouble. Um, so they don't have a lot of good options left there. Uh, of course, we, we know the issue there with Burrow's uh, finger, his little finger, uh, but still, you could see uh, some big days there coming out from uh, with Cincinnati being able to take uh, uh, take advantage of those injuries there in the San Francisco secondary. Um, but. We, we are definitely going to need the Bengals here. No doubt about that. You're
3: going to need Joe Burr to play well. and, I, and I, The game for me, Patrick, here is can the Bengals protect, right? Mm-hmm. Is the Bengals good enough in the offensive front?
6: Always. Riley
3: Reef is injured. He may go. He may give it a shot, but that offensive line against the good San Francisco front, you know, and San Francisco got, you know, last week Seattle played well. Seattle moved the ball last week, which is another reason I like them against Houston today. I thought Russell was back to being Russell a little bit last week. He was actually not cooking at the diner. He might have moved up to a second, <laughs> like one of the restaurants here at the Borgata, he was actually better than that. So, Maybe not
6: a fine dining establishment.
3: Exactly, but you know, I mean, it was still good enough. I mean, you're happy and content. But to me, this is this is going to be the challenge: is can the Bengals protect? I mean, I know Chase will get open, I know Boyd will get open, but can they protect? I think that's the hard part. And can Burroughs stay healthy? Yeah, It's yeah. hard on that finger, especially you know with with uh, you know bodies coming at you constantly. That finger is hard. hard. You have to, It's it's always something you worry. About in OTA days and minicamp is keeping the quarterback's hand out of somebody's face.
4: A big one down in Tampa. Thomas, a Bills bucks. Who are you going to need there?
6: So right now, uh, this game is sitting three and a half. Uh, Tampa favored by three and a half, and it's very, very balanced here in terms of uh, money and tickets. Fifty-three uh, percent of the tickets on Tampa, sixty percent on Buffalo at the moment, but. Um, You know, this is. You look at Tom Brady's history here against the Bills. He's faced them 35 times in his career. He's 32 and three overall. That's the most wins for any quarterback uh, that's against one team in NFL history. Um, Of course, the Bills. We know they're kind of not really in a freefall, but certainly well off of where they were previously in the season. Three and four in their last seven games, fighting for that playoff spot. you know, this at one point, the Bills were one of the highest power rated teams in the league. And, you know, they just have been so inconsistent. They're not executing in the red zone, turning the ball over. They rarely run the ball. Um, you know, this is going to be a- another tough, tough spot here for Buffalo. So, uh, but good two-way action. I think the number there at three and a half is about right. And, um, you know, if you, we're. we're Right now, with the, the Buffalo money, not a surprise at that at three and a half. you're getting that hook.
3: I think this is going to be an interesting—I think this is a good game for in-game betting, too, because I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game, right? How much gas is left in the tank does Buffalo have? Coming off that Monday name, I know they didn't practice this week very much, but will they have enough gas? Will the humidity get to them? Will it wear it down? And as you get into that fourth quarter down in Tampa, when it's hard, and you've been yeah. rushing the passer against Tom Brady as much, where, what do you have left in the tank? This, to me, is a time-of-possession game. If Buffalo can stay on the field against this Buck team like Washington did, then all of a sudden Brady's going to be limited in opportunities. But if they can't, and it's flipped, that fourth quarter to me is going to be where the game is. And at three and a half, you know, you love that hook with Buffalo. But still, Brady, I mean, last week, you know, they scored that late touchdown against, you know, Indianapolis to put the game away. Well
4: put. Well put. Thomas, you walked in this morning at the Borgata. You looked at the bottom line. How would you do on Saturday? Because the betting went late into the night, right, with Poirier and the UFC card.
6: Yeah, yeah, very late night with UFC. Uh, We did very, very well with college basketball. Um, I was actually um, not watching UFC. I was watching that Alabama-Houston college basketball game. It was a great game. came right down to the wire. But... uh, Yeah, it was a great day in college basketball, not so much in uh, NBA and NHL, and even we lost a bit in uh, UFC as well. But, uh, yeah, overall... We uh, we made some money yesterday, Patrick. I know you would care about. that. <laughs> I do.
4: I I genuinely ask you, and then you get bitter. Uh, yeah. You see, you see Nate Oates trying to. He was trying to shake uh, Samson's hand after that. Houston, college basketball is going to be so fun this year. We had a great tournament yes. last year. It's going to be wide open, Michael and Thomas, this year. College hoops. I, I
3: I think there's no doubt because I think the 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 strength of these teams have yet to be declared. I mean, the Notre Dame Kentucky game was a fun game to yeah. watch. I watched the end of that yesterday. Yep. Notre Dame scored the you know hits that shot. The, the great shot and Kentucky can't get so I think these t- whoever improves their team as the year goes on how about my man Musk getting thrown off the court yesterday they just <laughs> ripped him right out of that And then the Sooners went on like a 29 to 9 run and then won that
6: game so I think it's a, its so early to tell yet. But Patrick, I don't think Sampson could actually shake hands after that game because he was too busy hanging on to the ref, not letting them leave <laughs> <He> the court. <laughs> yeah. He did not want them to leave the court after that. So uh,
4: I'll be betting Oakland today too. I'll, I'm going to put together a pick okay. five at Oakland today, there, Thomas. I'll send That's you great. pick. Right. I love it. And good love luck it. today, T.G. Thank you. Borgado, of course, Thank the you. best on the coast. We come back. We're going to run the board with Michael Lombardi. We'll bring Josh back in as well and get Michael's official plays for Week 14 in the NFL. Come on back. It is V Sin these.
5: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John
4: Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once
0: again, here's Patrick Maher.
4: Okay, bet MGM King of Sportsbooks today. $10 wins you 200 You bet a $10 money line Wager on any game. Anybody scores 200 bucks. It's very simple. VSIN 200, VSIN 200 is the code, so make sure you get over there. This is for new bettors at BetMGM. Again, terms and restrictions apply. 1-800-GAMBLER if you do have an issue. Okay, we're going to run the board. We're going to bring in our buddy Josh as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi there. Uh, let's get to Michael. Let's get to your picks before we run the board yeah. officially. We'll get to your three-pack oh, you. today. Uh,
3: yeah, my three-pack today. It's I, I you know... Uh, It was a weird board to me this week because there's so much discrepancy in the points. There's, you know, and and I don't feel good about a lot of the teams. So, you know, I've kind of been burnt by the Saints a little bit this year. I'm going to go back to the well. I'm going to go back to Sean Payton, Dennis Allen versus the Jets. I think Zach Wilson will make mistakes against that defense. You know, it's up to five and a half. It was earlier in the week, four and a half. I like that. I think Kamara back. I'm not anti-Taysom Hill. I think he does some good things. He can't make mistakes today to cost them. But I do think they'll play better. This is a must-win for the Saints. The backs are to the wall. This is Custer. They lose to the Jets. It's problematic. The Chiefs, This one. this one to me is more about I think the Chiefs will move the football. And I think this is a hard game for the Raiders on the road in Kansas City, especially as the Chiefs' defense has played better. A five-game win streak. I think they'll be able to get their offense back on track as they did the last time they played them and make some throws without Waller. I really worry about where are the Chiefs going to go, where are the Raiders going to go for points. And then the Titans game, this is an anti-Urban Meyer play. I liked it earlier in the week. I liked it more later in the week because I really think that your players have to be interested in playing and competing at the highest level. I don't think Jacksonville's well coached. I don't think they're well coached during the game. I don't think they're well coached before the game. And I think these players have had enough of this guy. And I think it's going to show up today. Wonderful.
4: Saints, Chiefs. Titans, and that happens to be in rotation, the first first three on the board. So we know which way Michael's going as we bring in Josh Applebaum. Josh, let's get your take. Vegas, Kansas City, Kansas City's laying nine and a half. Yeah, I'll lean Vegas here,
5: guys. I'm kind of uh, I like Michael's, you know, take on this game. I am definitely wary of Mahomes getting hot here and covering this number. But one thing we have seen at BetMGM, if you look at uh, the Raiders, they're getting forty percent of bets, but fifty nine percent of money. A lot of these books were ten down to nine and a half. I'll lean Raiders here, and also the under guys open fifty. It's down to forty eight. That's a windy under and a late season divisional under. And you do have Vegas, or sorry, KC six and one to the under their last seven.
4: Okay, Michael's on New Orleans laying five
5: and a half at the Jets. Where are you? Oh, I want no part of this game, guys. All lean jets here. They did have a little bit of move in their favor, but that's another underplay, guys. Like, a lot of totals, a lot of unders today. 44 down to 41.5. You look at these non-conference unders. They've been great this year. 41 and
4: 22, 65%. I'll go under. Okay, and finally, Michael's Lane. it's eight and a half, nine 9 with Tennessee. Jacksonville <laughs> in town. Where are you?
5: So normally move to the Jags, divisional spot, road dog, I would lean Jags here. I'm going to go the other way. I kind of like Michael's spot. I think some sometimes you got to look at different variables. They don't want to play anymore for Meyer here. I like Tennessee in a teaser, minus 8.5, down to 2.5, go through 7, go through 3. Okay, perfect. Michael, Baltimore, Cleveland,
3: Cleveland's lane 3. Where are you? I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm not going to – I think, I think Lamar Jackson will play well. Remember, this game last year went to overtime, and both teams scored in the 40s. That could happen today. Both teams might have to score because both defenses – I mean, this Cleveland defense is not very good. The concern I have about Baltimore today, their two tackles are injured and against Miles Garrett. Lamar's going to have to play really well. I'll go Baltimore.
4: Okay, Josh. Josh.
5: I'm gonna go with Cleveland here, guys. Uh, again, one thing I do worry about: Lamar Jackson as a dog, seven to one ATS. So anyone on Baltimore, if you get the key number of three, I totally get it. But I like Cleveland here, coming off a of buy, favorites off a of buy, fifty-seven uh, percent ATS. They're also getting forty-two percent of bets, but seventy percent of money. Seeing a move toward the Browns here. Ravens are banged up. I'm gonna go money line Browns minus one
4: forty-five. Okay, Michael. Carolina's is laying two and a half at home, hosting Atlanta.
3: I'm going to go with my numbers. Cam Newton's going to start. I think Cam will run the ball. I think Carolina's defense will play really well today. Second time against Matt Ryan. I think they'll put some pressure on him. I think they'll create some problems. Got to stop Cordell Patterson, really one of the better players in the National Football League who will be a free agent. I'm going to go Carolina here.
5: Okay, Josh. I like the under 43 down to 41 and a half. Uh, This would be a late season divisional under, as Michael said, defense could reign supreme here. This is a 19-13 game last time. I like Atlanta though, guys, open at plus three. They're down to two and a half. Road dogs three or less, 67% ATS this year. And if you're looking for a tease down partner, Tennessee down, you can take Atlanta up
4: plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. Okay. Dallas is laying six and a half on the road at Washington, Michael.
3: I don't don't like being on the wrong side of the number. I, I liked it at four and a half, but I'll stay with Dallas under the touchdown. I think they'll play well today. Even though they don't have Tony Pollard, I think they're better in the kicking game. I think they'll be better in in a lot of the areas that they need to be especially controlling this football i'll go I'll go with the cowboys
5: Josh. Definitely wary of this move this morning. I really like Washington all week. They're plus five down to four and a half, but this move toward Cowboys definitely scares me. I'd still look at Washington individual matchup. And guys, I lean under here. Guys, they don't need a new bench. It's 50 degrees in the nation's capital. Why do you need heated benches today? Hey, Josh is fired <laughs> up about the
4: bench. Let's go Seattle. At, he just yelled at me. Let's go Seattle at Houston. <laughs> Seattle's laying nine and a half, nine at Houston, Michael.
3: It was eight and a half uh, earlier in the week. I like Seattle here. I think Russell Wilson is back. I think he'll continue to play better. I think they can move the football against the Lovey Smith Tampa two defense. They can still run the ball. I think they'll score, and I don't think Davis Mills will. I'll take the. I'll lay the points.
5: Okay, Josh. I'm with Michael on this one. I I, uh, teased Seattle when they were minus 8.5 down to 2.5. I think that was your ideal spot with a teaser. Go through three, go through seven. Uh, And also lean under here, guys. Non-conference under, open 43.5, all the way down to 40.5.
4: Okay, Detroit's at Denver. Detroit just flew and COVID, Michael. Uh, Denver is all the way up to 12.5.
3: Wow, that's a lot, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I mean, I think Detroit's a be- Detroit's got the flu. I think they don't have enough players, and Detroit didn't have enough players to start with. So I think this is a really a tough spot for Detroit.
5: Josh, I think it's a tough one here, Patrick. I'm sorry about your Lions. All these injuries, okay. the COVID, tough spot after a big win. Uh, you get Michael's right. You're missing the worst. You're missing the best of it now that it's minus 12. You could tease down Broncos. I like the under though, guys. Denver's 10 and two to the under. Detroit's eight and four to the under. This thing opened 43. It's down to 42.
4: Okay. Michael, the Giants are at the Chargers, and the Chargers are laying nine.
3: The Chargers are laying nine. I'm going to take the Giants here. You know they got Glennon. They've got all their skill players back. I think they can run the ball a little bit, keep this game close, and and potentially backdoor cover. I'll take the I'll take the the Giants here. Okay, Josh. I'll go with Michael on this one. I think he's right. Chargers open at minus
5: 10, half at some shops. They're down to 9.5. But again, this would be another non-conference under. I'd lean on 45.5 down to 43.5.
4: Exciting game in the later window here. San Francisco at Cincinnati. Michael, San Francisco's lane two.
3: I'm going to take San Francisco here. I, I, I think this is a must win. I think they'll play well today. I think Jimmy G will play well. And I just worry, again, I worry about the, the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's going to be a problem.
4: Josh?
5: Totally agree with Michael on this one. My favorite bets of the day, 49ers. Dog to fave line move. They opened getting two. Now they're minus two. Tickets are 50-50, but 66% of the money is on
4: 49ers. I'll go with the big money and money line uh, 49ers here. Another big game in the late window. Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's laying the hook there, the three and a half, Michael.
3: Yeah, I, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay here. I think the fourth quarter will be the difference in this game. I think the Bills will get worn down. I, I think the Bucks play really well at home. I think Brady's gonna be very comfortable in that pocket. I think he can attack this secondary. I'm gonna go with the Bucks here.
4: Okay, again, the most important move in the NFL, three to three and a half or three to two and a half. Josh, it's three and a half with Tampa Bay laying it.
5: Yeah, so late money is going Buck's way, guys. It was minus three up to three and a half. Uh, it looks like it may be even getting to four. A lot of these minus three and a half are juiced up minus 115. That being said, I'll take the Bills. I'll wait and get a four or I'll take the three and a half. I just think you're buying low on Josh Allen in this spot.
4: 15-8 ATS in his career as the dog. I'll go Bills in the points. Michael Fields is in for Chicago tonight in Green Bay. And Green Bay's is laying 11 and a half.
3: Uh, I'm going to take the Bears and lay the points. I'm going to take the Bears and lay the points. I I don't like it, uh, but I'm going to. I hope Matt Nagy's dressed warmly for the game, and and they've got some way to backdoor cover this game.
5: Okay, Josh. You got some movement here toward the Bears. They would be a primetime dog. Fields is getting the start. They were 12-and-a-half down to 11-and-a-half. All lean Bears in this one. But, guys, my play is the under. Uh, Lambeau, Windy, di- late division under, 44-and-a-half down to 43.
4: I'll go under in Green Bay. Okay, we got a huge matchup coming up tomorrow on Monday night. The Rams at Arizona for that play. And, Michael's play, you're going to have to join us on the Lombardi line tomorrow. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please we, do. We look forward. We got about a minute and a half. I'm going to get out of the way, Michael. Your thoughts on Week 14 and what you're looking forward to today?
3: Well, I think what we've seen in the betting market this week is the, the, there is a declaration of who's really good and who's not. And the lines have been uh, distinctively reflective of that. And so what bad team is going to rise up and cover a line today? I think that's going to be the question mark. And what good team is going to really be able to dominate and, and, and handle it and play well in December? This is the most critical time of the year is playing well in December. That's why the Bucks, you know, it's like, okay, they've got a pretty easy schedule. They've got to play well in December. Your timing it's important. So that's what I I'm looking at Kansas City play well in December get their offense back on track and I think the lines are reflected it's hard to lay the points but I think sometimes there's teams that are better than that line and they'll cover
4: okay wonderful and Josh we found out today you're triggered by benches um, would you do you have, do you, have a, you have a favorite play of the day your best bet
5: Uh, Best bet. I'll go San Francisco money line, uh, Browns money line. And I guess maybe Red Auerbach would like this. Uh, You know, Michael and Patrick, you know, he always turned the showers up if you're an opposing team. So maybe a little gamesmanship. (laughs)
4: There there you have it. I want to thank everybody behind the glass. Kevin, of course, Stephen Bond, Matt sitting in. Femi's coming up next with the pregame show. Michael, have a great Sunday. Josh, thank you as well. Thanks, guys. Okay. Check it out. M Lombardi NFL. You see it. The South Point filling up here. Enjoy your week 14. Good luck today. Femi's next.
5: Zumo Zumo Play.